0: Hey, Senda.
1: Hey, Phil.
0: You uh want to just take a break from our normal recording tonight?
1: Yeah. You know, this is this is actually kind of a lot of work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's sit around and talk and be, you know, chit-chatty. chatty. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm your host on the verge of burnout, Phil.
1: And I'm your other host, Senda, who, I don't know, I didn't come up with anything in time. So yeah. I just said it. So hey, uh, I'm not going to edit this episode, just just so that we're all clear here, up front. This is not an edited, uh, an edited episode of Pandas. Um all the outtakes are going to be in the audio for your convenience.
0: I'm going to one up that. <laughs> There's no script for tonight's episode. There's no notes. <laughs> but let's explain why. Yeah. As I finish my, um, oh, do I get to eat my chocolate? My square now? of, chocolate, I'm of, eat of my chocolate. chocolate now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, for the past seven weeks, we've been. Uh, We've been running the show in lockdown, which um, for the recording of the show isn't a big deal for us. We record the show remotely. Um, So that part's perfectly normal, hence why we're on the mics uh, chatting with you tonight. But the uh, writing of the show, which is the thing I do um, the week leading up to the show and the editing of the show, which is the thing that Senda does after we record is being done while we're in lockdown. And to be honest, um, we're both kind of fatigued, right? Um, Yeah. We're both kind of fatigued. Uh, We're both still working, uh, which we're very fortunate for. We're both fortunate to be working, but we are working parenting, um, doing all that stuff. Homeschooling. (laughs) Homeschooling, right. Working,
1: Um, homeschooling, and then all of the other things that I normally do, yes.
0: Yeah. So we're doing all that. And, um, truthfully we started, we're just, we were getting a little, a little burned out. And so we didn't want to pod fade the cast, right? We didn't want to like drop to biweekly or, or anything like that, because, um, we know a lot of people are, um, are listening uh, to the show. We're hoping that we're providing a little bit of an uplift for people. Um, and if we fade, it's just like one more change in your life, um, that you gotta that you gotta roll with so uh we don't want you to have to roll with any more changes so we're staying here recording uh we're just relaxing our um more rigorous standards and i know you're probably thinking more rigorous standards we do we do actually have some standards right there's actually you'll you're gonna notice like there's a certain amount of editing that isn't being done and on top of that (laughs) There is literally no notes for tonight's episode. We are just making this up uh, as we go along with nothing more than a little huddle uh, before we got started.
1: This is what we like to call an improv GMing show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so what it means is for a little while, while we're all still in lockdown, and maybe a little bit after, as we recover from being in lockdown, there may be a couple shows like this. In the rotation, there may be some written ones as, um, as we're feeling more uh, creative or have a little more spoons to do some of the work for a show, but we're still going to get together. We're going to talk about game stuff and other geeky stuff. Um, We're going to hopefully keep entertaining you. And uh, we're also going to, um, be kind to ourselves, um, and give ourselves, um, a little bit of a break as well. And so in these um, episodes, we're going to keep our format very simple. Um, We're going to just talk about two things. We're going to talk about uh, what's giving us life uh, in gaming this week. And the other one will be a random one of something, uh, another topic that's giving us life this week, of which I have selected um, what in our kitchen is giving us life this week. Yes. Yes. Because I thought that would be fun to talk about.
1: Well, yes. And because you like to talk about your stir fries. And I like to talk about bread.
0: hmm hmm yeah, Absolutely. So, uh, to kick this thing off, Senda, uh, what in gaming is giving you life this week?
1: Yeah. So, th- this is actually the week that my game group meets again. So, it hasn't happened yet. Like, the full group meet hasn't happened yet. To give me life yet, <laughs> um, but uh, but what ended up happening is we, we started a play by post a couple a couple weeks ago I want to say, and um, and we didn't we, it was it was all of our first play by post together and we didn't quite sort out some of the stuff that we probably should have sorted out in advance like you know post limits and stuff like that that we're like oh no it'll be fine and then we just jumped right in so we're kind of. Um, you know gonna reboot that but the end result of it is that there's a couple characters in there um that uh we were really having fun with um so it kind of took those characters and have continued like a side au like non-continuity um thing uh which has been super cool.
0: So are you still playing by post or are you just like playing in character?
1: Well, I don't know. Define play by post. It is it is now a Google Doc.
0: Right. But are you like engaging in any <laughs> rules, yeah. dice rolls? Anything? No, but
1: we we weren't engaging in any rules or dice rolls when we were doing it as play by post anyway. Oh,
0: fitting for your group. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. To be so clear, never mind. it
1: started. It started as a monster of the week game, and then we quickly stripped everything but the basic premise out of it. Um, because this is us we're talking about. And if we had been playing at the table, we would have played it with dice and everything. Sure. We do do that. We do actually play things by the rules. But you know, we were kind of like, do we really need a GM? Like we we play all of these games. I say all of these games, but we we we. We have played a lot of games together in which we um, we do a lot of GM lists, like everyone together sits down, we decide on a scene and then we play it um, kind of play, which is not even past the stick storytelling. It is like literal group, like get together, decide what the next part of the story is and then tell it right. Like, so we do that kind of thing a lot. Um, So When it came to play-by-post, the the idea of trying to keep a lot of rules and stuff going seemed daunting. So we kind of took the concept, made characters based on, um, like, actually created characters from the playbooks, um, and then sort of went, hmm... Wonder if we just sort of pull out all of these bits, if it will still run. And the answer is that, like, yes, fine, uh, good. But also, like, there are things that are different about play-by-post than playing in person <laughs> that you have to take into account, right? Yeah. Um. So anyway, but but the part of that that's been giving me life is we did end up... Like, I just walked out with a, a like, really interesting character with a really strong relationship. um, And, like exploring that has been absolutely fascinating and like super good escapism, which is totally the space where I am right now. And the end result is that I ordered a ton of books off of Amazon because for a little while there I was plowing through a a book every couple of days again, like I used to in high school. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm just going to read everything because I need to escape the world. Um, And the end result is now they're all sitting on my bedside table unread because I'm I'm much more interested to see, like, w- what's going to happen, because I don't know.
0: <laughs> so I have a few questions for you. Yes. <laughs> so first of all, how big is this Google document right now?
1: Uh, I clocked it at 75 pages before I hopped on tonight. Okay.
0: So that's a lot for just two of you playing back and forth. You're like yes. each now responsible for like 35 pages of content.
1: Yeah. To be clear, that's in about nine days. Okay. So that's averaging um a little over what?
0: Nine seventy-five seven, pages by nine days is like yeah. uh like somewhere in the range it's of like, like Six, seven six to seven pages, yeah.
1: Plus pages a day. It's like seven point some. Right. Yeah.
0: So impressive. All right. So here's um <laughs> so we we talked before the show um about this. And um So, one of the things that your group is really super well known for uh, is uh, your high drama role playing, right? Yeah. And you had mentioned something to me, and I'm going to bring this up because I think this is... um,
1: It's it's pertinent,
0: It's pertinent, and I also want us to tease out... um, gaming things right from these um how are we doing
1: other than me just sitting here like and then we made a playlist (laughs)
0: right so the thing i'm here the thing so the thing that um the thing that you were telling me was that um your uh face-to-face like zoom game like and you've played Many an online game right like Many. like i'm like i 'm jumping into online games now, like woohoo look at me i 'm trying right like but you 've been like like because of saski like <laughs> yeah, you 've been, been doing this forever, right yeah,
1: I mean all of my 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 personal games were online before I started she 's a super geek, and right. then she 's a super geek is now five years old, yes, so I have been playing online um since the youth of the roll twenty um yeah.
0: Now you've also you also have a face to face group. I do, which you've been playing with for the last couple of years. But now you guys are I miss all in them. lock. You're all in lockdown. <laughs> I miss all of them. And and so here's the thing I want to say is, um, have you found it difficult to get that same level of high energy, high drama uh, interactions that you guys had in your home group, like online?
1: um and 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 yes right i mean just yes and 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 i knew this already because i have played a lot online and it isn't completely and entirely possible to have really wonderful vulnerable walls down play moments um remotely it is absolutely possible to do it but it takes a lot more energy to make it happen and that comes back to a lot of the like minute body reading stuff that is just harder to do on the internet when you you can't see someone's entire posture um they may not be the person speaking on the screen so you may not be getting the big version of them like all of those things right um if i if i lift the curtain a little bit um one of the things that makes it easier for us to do it when we do it on she's a super geek is that we will pause the game Um, And we'll have a quick discussion, which is, I mean, this is kind of what my in-person group does, right? We're like, what scene do we want to see next? I don't know. Let's do this. Okay, cool. But like in, in games that don't even call for that, I will, from a podcasting perspective, pause and say, I think this is the direction that we're going in um is this how we want to kind of run into this conclusion because if i know that everybody's on board to end it that way then we can all lean into it and drive really hard sure. and that's me like explicitly asking like are we all on board for this because i don't feel like online i can um rely on my perceptions of people's reactions the same way sure. right um and th- and that's just I mean that just is what it is, right? And it's certainly not that you can't do it because I still do it. Um, I still do it a lot. Um,
0: but also, I think if I can interject. But also, yeah. your group has to get up to speed to it. Like, yeah, like,
1: like uh, now I have lots of experience with playing online, but that's not been our standard as a group.
0: Yeah. At so all. this is the. Um, there's some. Um, I don't know if they're good or bad but there's there's a whole bunch of um there's a whole bunch Just, of books in the late in the late 90s early 2000s about team formation and things like that and um what happens when a team gets disrupted and like how they reform and so it's fair to say that right now like lockdown has created this disruption that your group is like finding a new norm, right? Like, there, like you said, there's a lot you can draw from face to face when you're sitting around a table. And so now that you guys are all remoted, um, it's different. And you'll get there. Right. But like, in the meantime, um, it's been a bit of a challenge, which is going to go to my second part of this, which is the play by post seems to be feeding uh, <sighs> your your drama itch, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, like, if you like Buffy, then that's basically what I'm doing. Like, right? like it is. Well, um, that means that you're that playing kind
0: of, the chosen one from the. I am, from Monster but Lee, like right?
1: the the style of of like drama escalation that is going on is like that. Yeah. Um, which is is totally doing it for me because um the outside drama is, um is driving relationship drama right yeah. um and and that's how i like to do it right so um you you put two people together you give them some kind of strong relationship together and then you put them in a pressure cooker and boy did we yeah. <laughs> Yeah so but I, I want to say one more thing, and this is just a thing about the Internet, and it is the thing that I've learned by like no longer having, by having that, that group where we did really vulnerable play and then taking that really vulnerable play online, the thing that I actually miss, and this is a thing that the Internet can't do for me in quite the same way, the thing that I miss and the 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 in terms of vulnerability and in terms of the drama and just being able to fall into those emotional spaces i miss eye contact yeah that's it, a thing it
0: doesn't quite work the same no yeah i agree
1: so anyway like that's and that's just like my side note is like That's one of the things that we're adjusting to like um, eye contact is like a pretty, like the more I think about it now that I won't have it, like it's a pretty strong signifier in my group of like being super engaged and super involved in a scene and going to those really vulnerable places and having those really interesting discussions, whether they're good and like cute and adorable and like, oh, they're in love or whether they're like, you know, these two twins have landed on opposite sides of the superhero war and like now, they're gonna mess each other up. Yeah. Right? Because all of those things have happened. And there's something about the eye contact in those situations that creates um, a level of intensity that is difficult for me to achieve on the internet emotionally. I can say the same things, I can do the same things. The intensity of how I feel and react to it is hard to match up to when I can get that eye contact.
0: So I think that, I think the two takeaways. <sighs> <laughs> I think the two takeaways here are: is that one, um, it's important to note that um, that online gaming is a very different medium than face-to-face yeah. gaming. It right, is. the activity yeah. of role playing is still the same, but the medium is very different by which you're doing it through. Yes, um, which makes certain things harder to translate than others.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's. I will just to tag in there. It's the reason that I've been on the hunt for games that. Specifically, make use of being online as a medium so that instead of feeling like a limitation or an adjustment from things that I already know and love, I'm playing things that were built for this. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think that I think it's important to note that. Right. I think the other thing that's important to note, and this is, I think, very true right now in lockdown, especially if um, you were face to face groups that have converted over, is um, understanding group dynamics right so um while these kind of terms and i like norming and all those norming and storming and like it's a whole bunch of project management group dynamic (laughs) terms about these things um but what it signifies is that um when you so when you form a group right there's an adjustment period where the group kind of all learns each other right so we all learn our own like we learn the group um and you know we develop um Inside jokes and jargon and things like that, it's like never you're
1: just ice cream correct
0: right your group has this thing about <laughs> ice cream, bubble gum is another thing that's a, a signifier yeah, to your group and
1: you tried so hard and got so yeah, far
0: exactly so then there's a point where after that settles out, that the group becomes uh really productive right um, mm-hmm. and starts producing like amazing content or output or whatever, depending on whether we're talking about a project team or a gaming group right and then. If something should happen to the group, it loses a member um, or some other significant change. In this case, change of media, right? The group actually falls back down the chain. Yeah. And you are now normalizing again, right? Like you are now getting comfortable to each other. And this is, I think, an actual thing you ran into. Yeah. Is that um you have to reset your expectations mhm um because where you were before lockdown yeah is as a group is different to where you are after now that's not to say that if lockdown continues long enough that your online game doesn't actually get back to that place it's in t- that's exactly what's expected to happen right. um, or if lockdown ends and you all get to back together face to face you'll actually like accelerate back to yeah where you were but the important part of it is is recognizing that it's a disruption and disruptions to groups um causes the group um to basically recess a little and then have to um uh catch like like progress back like progress again um and I think you've had like you guys had a little bit of that
1: yeah I mean, for sure. Like it just, and and it's it's. But I'm still like really enjoying gaming with them, and I'm super happy sure. that I get to see their faces. Yeah, absolutely. Because, meh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no,
0: all those all those things are true, and there's nothing wrong, right? There's nothing wrong with what happened. It's my no, point we, is it's it's absolutely natural what happened.
1: Right. That we just we're we're having to readjust and kind of reset back to um new things again. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. It's it's interesting and and I'm certainly not going to let it go. Like I'm we're still playing our um our every other Thursdays and I'm still super enjoying those, right? But yeah. We're, we're kind of doing little one-offs. I think everybody is in, you know, also the secondary part of this is of course that everybody's like, you know, n- we all have varying levels of creative energy from day to day. Absolutely. Which is it's just completely part of this whole situation is like when you don't um when you feel like you have to put all of your energy into basic needs, like food, water, shelter kind yes. of stuff, right? Then you, you don't have energy to put into creative endeavors. Um, and so the more or less that each of us individually has been feeling like we have to focus on that really basic stuff, um, the more or less, you know, kind of creativity um, we each have to bring to the table at any given day. So, I mean, that, that's just part of, you know the whole situation that we're in. But the good news is I have this I have this little side gig that's giving me life. So yeah. anyway, um tell me what's given you life in your game world.
0: Sure. So um so kind of um uh playing off of what you just said, I've had a slow start to my Icons game. So originally my game group if you remember, I think I've talked about this on Mister Mark. I think I've talked about it here as well. We yeah, were playing so. um, things from the flood, and then that got like way too dark and heavy. Not for any fault of the game; the game is very fair and tells you it's very dark and heavy. And we played it very dark and heavy, but it was just not—it was not in the place where we wanted to be. So then we were going to play Headspace. Um, yeah. We had Headspace all set up, and we we're going to do the um, Vancouver tsunami, but. Um, that really? has a whole side plot about a uh epidemic that yeah. is running loose killing people in Vancouver and I x-carded that like I was like yeah really can't run this game Not right now. Not doing
1: this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we pivoted one more time and we were like cool, we're going to play Icons and we're going to uh set it in um the we're going to set it in the past in our Halcyon City uh, that we built for our masks campaign that we did previously. We built this city. Yeah. When we did, um, when we, when we did our uh, masks campaign, we actually did the whole history of Halcyon City. We did it like a microscope uh, game and we did it from world war II all the way up to 2020 um, in different comic book eras. So we picked a previous era, which was the um, turn of the century So we picked year 2000 and um, started to like, we decided that's where we wanted to base our campaign, which had to do with this uh, cosmic invasion that had just ended. Uh, Anyway, I I say a slow start because we lost a session because um, one evening, like everybody just kind of ran out of spoons and we were going to do character creation, but a number of the players weren't feeling it. And we wound up just kind of canceling the game. And so um we started back up um the following week and we kind of got part way into character creation, but we really, really didn't get too far. And then um this week was this past week was coming up, and I was like, Look, are we all still on board for playing this game? Like, is there something else you guys want to play? Like, I don't know, is this not giving us spoons? And everybody was like, No, 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 like we want to do it, like we were just, you know, like, you know. We were off, but we're all feeling like we can make it. So I was like, cool, let's do it. So the thing that's given me life is what I love about my players is that I, I get onto the session and I'm like, I don't have any clue who any of like their characters are, right? Because some of them have only picked some stats. Some of them pick some power sets, but they don't really know how they're going to make it, like how it's going to translate into characters. And we just do what we always do which is we just start sitting and collaborating and I just like ask questions and we're building off of questions and um, we're, and I'm doing it in a very comic booky kind of way where I'm just like for each player, I'm like, okay, so I'm imagining like the last page of the issue before cosmic invasion starts. Like mm-hmm. you're on a rooftop with awesome. like, you know, you're on the rooftop with, sil- with, you know, silver savior and like this is happening, this kind of thing. And um I've talked about Tony before, the rainmaker of my campaign, right? Yes. So, so what did he do? Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> so Bob starts Bob yeah. starts with a with a great um idea for a character who's been uh transformed uh against his will by this corporation. He was kind of a villain, but after the cosmic invasion starts, he like changes his way and becomes a good guy. Okay, good. Um Glenn is playing an Atlantean. Um, and in our game, Atlanteans were created in the 80s, um, and they, they're they not from Atlantis. They live in Lake Erie um, <laughs> because they're basically mutants that were created when um, Halcyon City was attacked um, by um, – oh, I forget who the bad guy was. But anyway, the resulting part was that part of the population of Halcyon City became um, aquatic, and they live – um off the coast of um
1: oh yeah homo atlantis uh andy will tell you that it's aliens yes. but i don't no, no, know <laughs> um, <Yes>. they're mutants um
0: they're mutants <laughs> in our game for sure so anyway glenn's <laughs> playing the first atlantean superhero so this is the first atlantean that has actual superpowers right and i was like cool and then i'm like tony how about you and tony's like i don't know he's like i got a couple of interesting powers he's like but i know what to do with them And I'm like, in the past, like not in the past, in other groups, I would be like, oh no, like what are we going to do here? But like, I know, like I've now played with Tony Tony. enough to know that like, all right, what I need to do is now jump in here and poke, poke, poke until something, um, until something happens. And so, and, and what I love about Tony is like, he never conforms to tropes and things like that. So he's like... He's like, I have magic gadgets and I forget what his other powers like leaping or something. And I'm like, okay, interesting. I'm like, what do you think? He's like, well, he's like, I think what I got is I got this like device and it's definitely magical, but like, I've done all this tech stuff to it. So it's like, it's got circuits and it's got like, um, gears and stuff or whatever, but it's like, at its heart, it's magical. And I'm like... Okay, I'm like, so like, we just like started talking, like, and we just went through this process of like, okay, well, who was this character before he found um, the item? And so we like discovered he was this like, um, kind of genius slacker who went to Halcyon Institute of Technology, the hit, as it's called. (laughs) Um, And like, he then found this magical device. And he seems to be able to apply some amount of science to it, but not conventional science. But, like, he seems to understand it and he can make it do stuff. Um, and then we, like, pulled in, like, I'm like, all right. But, like, how do you go from, like, slacker hacking dude with a magical artifact to superhero? And, like, we pulled in this character named Tork that was, like, from our um, the history we created from the city. And, like, we're like, oh, but Tork is actually a professor at the hit as well. And Tork is um, magically or psychically bonded to his supercar and um sure he's a car wizard he's a car wizard yeah he's a car wizard so we're like well we pulled in torque and we're like well of course torque's a professor at the hit and he like takes in tony's character and is like his mentor like the end result is after like after like the the um four of us collaborated we left that session and like i knew everybody's character And it's just there's this great feeling um, when you know that you have really creative and open players and that you have um, this high level of trust where you can put things out as suggestions and either um, run with them or pull them back, revise them, whatever, like just play back and forth. like. I was comfortable, like, when we got on the thing, I was like, oh, I don't know any of these characters. I can't really do anything for the campaign. And by the time we left, I had, like, index cards written for all these characters of all these notes about them. And I was like, no, no, I know all these characters now, right? Like, I know, like, I know, I know I got ideas of what to do with them. I got plot hooks. And I haven't even done my exercise with them to do all their... um relationships and connections and stuff. But like, I have like, I already got like a whole bunch of like hooks, like into what the, like who these characters are. And it just, the thing that's given me life is collaborative process, right? Like I just, I I loved how we went where Tony had like zero idea who his character was to by the time we were done, this like fully realized character that he liked that, that I knew was going to fit in the game and that everybody else at the table was like, "That's cool." Like,
1: I mean, it's it's interesting because your conclusion is like that collaborative play moment, and really in the in the end, like that's what that's what I'm getting out of my my playing too. Yeah, like I, it's just uplifting to play with other people like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I love the creative process, and I love um, I I loved actually for all three characters, I loved that. Nobody came to the table with a fully realized character. Like no one showed up and was like, This is my character, let me tell you about them. Yeah. They all came to the table and were like, Here's what I got as an idea. And I was like, Cool, I'm gonna ask you some questions now. And then I like, you know, we like threw stuff back and forth. Like like Glenn wanted, um, for his Atlantean. He's like, Well, I want some need to have to um go back to the water or something or if my, like my powers start to weaken and I'm like, cool. Like we worked in a thing for that. And like, we came up for the origin of his powers. This like this dark water that's at the bottom of the lake. Um, Yeah. Like we just like, we worked like, it's just, it's really cool to have players who are open to being like, well, I have a concept, but I don't even want to finish it. I want to wait till we're all together for everyone to kind of help mold like who that character is. And uh I I came out of that session like with a real boost of like cool, like now I know what to do with this game.
1: Well, do you want to spend like 8 minutes talking about food?
0: I do. I do. <laughs> so what's giving you life in the kitchen?
1: In the kitchen? Can I just tell you, um, so yeast is a thing right now, right? Like getting you scored instant... some you
0: scored some yeast.
1: I scored some instant active dry yeast. Um, which like, yes, I can start my own sourdough mother and all of those things, but like I have a a reasonable amount of baking experience, but it's all with instant active yeast, right? Um so I was like, mm, I'm not really sure um so i've been making lots of bread because that's lovely and i'm home so i might as well so i've been making like our sandwich bread and i've been making tasty crusty loaves and stuff but this weekend i made um i made pizza dough i made pizza dough and then i made grilled pizzas on the grill but they were sort of more like flatbreads because it was like so i did the the pizza dough and then I, i grilled it and then i flipped it over and then i brushed it with olive oil and sprinkled it lightly with mozzarella and feta and then put um, sliced very sweet, lovely cherry tomatoes on it with little chunks of um, rotisserie chicken and um, put that back on so that it would cook the bottom part and then warm up all the stuff on top and melt the cheese and then took it off, a little sprinkle of kosher salt and then fresh basil over the top and it was... Chef's
0: Chef's
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's my life. And I also grilled um, fajitas. Can you tell it got nice here? And I'm like, I can grill Uh, fajitas.
0: I don't even... What's not giving me life is weather in buffalo. I know.
1: I'm actually kind of hot right now. I am actually literally sitting here like... I closed the door. Is it warm in here?
0: I'm in my basement freezing like usual. I know. I'm
1: really sorry about that. I'm literally like... It's hot in here. (laughs) I'm, I'm wearing short sleeves and a skirt. And that's it. And like... It's hot. In I'm in
0: sweatpants, sweatshirt, t-shirt, slippers, and I'm still cold.
1: Okay, good. Tell me about your pork fried rice.
0: Uh well, you know what's <laughs> been giving me life is, well, um, yeah. What's been giving me life is actually doing um, uh, a lot of cooking with my wok. Um, so I've been doing a bunch of different things. Uh, I found this really good um, uh, orange spicy sauce.
1: Yeah, that sounds delicious.
0: So uh, it's not that I can't make my own sauces, and I have made my own sauces in the past, but one of the things I like to do is for lunches is to um, uh, get up from my desk, go in the kitchen, pull out the wok, and make a stir fry or something like that. So last Friday, I was like, cool, I'm going to make some, um, I'm going to make a stir fry. I'm going to make extra rice because extra rice means I can make pork fried rice later. Right. Yep. Um, And I had pork in the – I had leftover pork in the fridge, so I was like, cool – Um, but I've gotten like, I've, I've gotten the hang of making stir fries down now. Like I got, I, I, like I have a whole, like whole thing for it. I've gotten really good at, um, quickly putting together stir fries. So like I quick prepped and, and it's just, there's, I mean, now I just rummage through the fridge looking for vegetables. Right. So I'm like, Oh, I found a green, I found like, I'm like, Oh, I found a green pepper. I'm like green pepper, this red onion, uh, some matchstick carrots, uh, this hunk of pork, this this sauce, fired up the rice maker, quickly chopped everything up, got the wok going, cooked out my vegetables, reheated the pork, threw the matchstick carrots in after that because matchstick carrots cook really quickly. Teeny tiny. Which is good because regular carrots take forever to stir fry where they're kind of like not like super like, like hard. I yeah. really like matchstick carrots for all the carrot flavor. And less time cooking. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I made it. I threw the sauce in. And I've tried a couple of other sauces. Like the Wegmans, I've just like gone down the Asian aisle just buying like these stir fry sauces. Um, but I really liked this orange one. Like it was really good. And I have just – I made really good – Um, I made really good rice. Like I took to, – I've taken to heart the real secret to making good rice in the rice maker, which is um, I wash my rice five times.
1: Yeah, you got to rinse it. Yeah, like yeah. I
0: rinse it. Like I do the thing where I put like just a little water in and then I like, yep. like I'm you, washing my hair, yep. right? Like you I just it run around. my fingers through it. Yep. Um, and I do it till it's like almost clear, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. It just depends on how lazy it is. Oh,
0: I, I, I always will take the time to um to just get that rice really clean. And man, does it make a difference. Like it so really does. sticky yeah. and... So anyway, I just like, I had such a wonderful... Um, such a wonderful stir fry and then put the rest of the rice in the fridge and over the weekend took some more of that pork, more veggies, um, and a couple eggs and, uh, whipped up, uh, some pork fried rice, which, oh, I just love. <laughs> you know
1: what? I, so the other thing I yeah. made was actually, uh, blueberry lemon muffins.
0: oh, oh, but they're gone
1: i need to no i didn't have cream cheese to do the filling but i do now so i was gonna make cherry with vanilla
0: cream cheese filling i was
1: thinking is the direction i was leaning in because i picked up um frozen cherries
0: i'll tell you something not i'll tell you something not very fancy that i made what but it was so good the other night i was hungry and i was like i need a snack and um so i've been watching this um I've been watching the show, Sam, Sam, the cooking guy,
1: the cooking guy. Right. But
0: I really like his philosophy, which is like, uh, he's going to make stuff, but he's going to like up the flavor content by either getting more flavors in it or doing something to the materials. So I was like, cool, I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But (laughs) instead of just making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, why don't I grill it? So. I have this really nice um, organic whole wheat bread from from Wegmans. It's got, it's got like a really good chew to it. Yeah. So I took some uh, Kerrygold butter, buttered the outsides, and um, hit it on the flat top, made the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, toasted it to like perfect golden brown. And I got to tell you, just melting the peanut butter and jelly a bit, the Kerrygold butter saltiness on the outside, like – I could have just made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm sure it would have been fine. But for a few extra minutes of work, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich was dope. Like it was.
1: I mean, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm just I come back to this all the time. That's why I that's why I like to fry my bagels.
0: Oh, I've had your pan fried bagels before. They are amazing.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, a toasted bagel is fine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean I've told you I've told you many times The story about I mean, childhood yes. like, I used to eat bagels I used There's to eat difference. bagels Right from the bag my, Because My
1: bagels are never that fresh I yeah. don't have that option They need yeah. to be Reconstituted in some
0: way I, I am with you Like I Given a chance I will always toast a bagel um, Yeah I will Like I will very rarely Like unless they put them Out at work But even if they put them Out at work Sometimes they put the toaster oh. Out at work And if they put the toaster oh, yeah. out, I will always toast I my toast bagel I toast it yeah. yeah Yeah I Anyway love, Anyway, we should, we should wrap. That's the things that's giving us life. Those are the, um, we're, I'm going to say this. We can't predict week to week yet, whether we're going to do a couple more shows like this or whether we're going to jump in and do a full show. It, It has a lot to do with how many spoons both of us have on the writing side of it and the editing side of it. We still like getting together and talking about gaming and other stuff. Um, we still like talking to all of you and, um, We hope that uh, you enjoy listening to us. So in order for us to get to the end of the show, um, do you have a – can you do one off the top of your head? Can you do one of the um, shows on the Misdirector Mark Network?
1: Sure. I'll make one up. Okay. Yeah. So on the Gnomecast, you can join a bunch of the gnomes from Gnome Stew talking about cool topics usually related to one of the articles that one of them wrote um, in an effort to entertain you and stay out of the stew.
0: Excellent. Say, Senda, where can people reach us on the internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark forums, or you can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com, and fill in uh Wow, this is what happens when I leave the outtakes in. Uh, once you find us in one of those locations, what can they do with that information?
0: Yeah, uh, please don't stop sending uh, suggestions for the show. We actually <laughs> don't, really don't do stop. like suggestions. Sorry, carry on. I'm really trying to get us to the end of the show, and you're really <laughs> just trying to make the show longer. Keep going. Um, please keep sending us suggestions Uh, as our spoons rise and we are um, more uh, back into the swing of things or have good weeks. uh, We will put out shows talking about the topics um, that you find interesting because we find them interesting too. And we do like talking about what you like to hear. So please keep doing that. And if uh, you like what we're doing here elsewhere in the mistracted Mark network, if you are able to uh, please consider supporting our Patreon campaign The Patreon campaign makes all of this possible, from web hosting to equipment to hosts, all of that stuff. Um, All of that comes from your generosity. Uh, We appreciate it immensely. Uh, It means a whole lot to us. Uh, So thank you um, for uh, your continued support. Um, We normally shout out to our patrons um, each evening. Uh, but since uh, we're doing this off the cuff, we are just going to shout out the love to all of our patrons.
1: Yeah, y'all um, are really the best.
0: You're all just fantastic, and we hope that you are all doing well, um, staying safe, being healthy, and um, we'll are you know we we'll just keep doing this, so keep hanging out here. Um, if you join the Patreon, just really quickly, you get access to Slack Room for Life, the bonus outtakes from this show, the Mr. Dr Mark After Show, uh, and other various things that... Um, as I think we get back into the swing of regular life, we'll start showing up uh, for patrons. Yes,
1: yeah, including on Fridays. We keep getting together and chilling.
0: Uh, yes, our Friday luncheons.
1: Yeah, we've been having Friday lunches um with uh, with the folks from slack um anybody who can make it on any given friday it's pretty cool come hang with us um you know yeah
0: we throw it up right? on zoom i believe that rob has um put it out on the patreon the patreon thing so in case you're not actively in the slack i think it goes out to patrons as well but we really do i mean like we're having this thing on zoom um friday lunches twelve thirty eastern it's really fun um like, it's really nice to see everybody and just like we sit and chat and it's just, I don't know. It's really, it, it really, it, it is another thing that gives me spoons.
1: Come, come get your social time. Yeah. Your non-work social time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. We, yep. we are doing that as well. Say, uh, Senda, there's another thing that uh, people can do to further our, if you listen to us, you will love us campaign. Uh, and that involves going and doing what, where.
1: Well, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show. And I think on Podchaser right now, although based on when this drops, it may have ended. They're actually donating 25 cents a review to Meals on Wheels to make sure people get fed. That's legit. um, While things are going on. So that's kind of like a, hey, win-win, go review a bunch of podcasts. and, and, And by doing that, have... Uh, donated some money to a really good cause that's trying to keep people fed in the middle of all of the um, wildness that we are currently living through. Anyway, we really super appreciate everybody who has already left a review. They really do uh, also give us life.
0: Awesome. Say, Senda, uh, how many pages do you think this uh, play-by-post can actually go?
1: Um, so... So, uh, what you got, hey show me you got, what got, hey me what got, This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got, hey show me what you got, show me what you got, hey show me what you got, show me what you got, hey show me what you got,
0: show me what you got, hey show me what you got.